Welcome inside episode 680 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, and it was a happy flight home from the West Coast for the Ottawa Senators after a 3-2 overtime win against the LA Kings. And we'll keep the good vibes going as we always do on Monday by taking a look at all the Sens prospects around the world. And it's all brought to you by Farm to Fork. Visit farm2forkdelivery.ca to taste the Farm to Fork difference. That's Farm to Fork with the number two. You'll never go back to grocery store meats. Are the Sens back? Could they be back? We'll get into all that. This is the Locked On Senators podcast. Your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Monday, November 28th. The show is free and available on all platforms, including... On YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to like every video by clicking the thumbs up and subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel. Be a friend, tell a friend. The road to 5,000 continues. It was a great weekend for the Ottawa Senators after losing their first two games on this road trip in disastrous fashion. 5-1, 5-1. We had sad Pillsy last week. The Sens went into Anaheim, did what they needed to do. A big win against the Ducks. And they doubled it down with an impressive performance in that 3-2 victory, Pillsy. Now that you've had some time to sleep on it, how are you feeling? I feel great. I mean, that was an exciting win. Splitting this road trip is better than we thought the Sens could do, especially beating the LA Kings in that fashion was a great, great thanks for Sens fans who stayed up and watched that game and for Sense fans that stayed up and hung out with us in the postcast, the postcast was absolutely electric. And hey, splitting the West Coast road trip and now coming home, that's got to be a massive morale boost for the guys. So hopefully this is where, sure, the Sens dug themselves in a hole, but they've stopped digging now. Wow, profound. That is profound. So the <laughs> Senators go into Anaheim, win 5-1. Should have been a shutout. Goal interference at the end there. We're a goalie-friendly show, but Cam Talbot is where I want to start. He's one of those goalies where the more he plays, it seems, the better he plays. Have you been noticing that as a trend here? I know he got pulled to start the road trip, but since then he's been outstanding. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I love having a goalie tandem of Forsberg and Talbot. Nothing wrong with having two good veteran goalies, but... You can't just keep flip-flopping back and forth because then you're not going to find a groove here. And Cam Talbot has been the better goalie so far. And I know Anton Forsberg is injured, so he's not even available as an option. So obviously you're going to go with Talbot. But I really think Talbot's done a great job in winning these last two games. And he was a big, big reason why the Senators were able to hold off the LA Kings, take it to overtime, and ultimately get that win. So massive couple game stretch here for Cam Talbot and hopefully he keeps it going up against the Rangers at home. Yes, a revenge game for him after an impressive road trip for Cam Talbot since being pulled against the Sharks, which I mean, 
is only a span of, of three games, right? But it's still uh, impressive to me there the way he was able to battle back because it did not look good for him against San Jose, especially that Timo Meyer goal, right? Yeah, oh, that's tough. Man. So in three games since, he stopped 88 of 94 shots for a 936 save percentage. He was at his best to start that third period. He was on, he was making saves, no rebounds, breakaways, you name it. He gave the team confidence to win the game. So the Ottawa Senators flew home after the game. They're off today, back on the practice ice on Tuesday morning. So tomorrow we'll have lines for you. We'll discuss what could go in to their series against the New York Rangers. We're also going to be joined by John Chick from Locked On Rangers, friend of the show, absolute beauty. We've had him on postcast before, so looking forward to chatting with John about what's going on with the Rangers as well. Yep. But where, where are you at with the Senators team? I know you said they stopped digging. Like, Do you think this is prime for them to go on a bit of a run here? I mean, it. you would think that, but it's a tough schedule coming up here, Ross. They got the Rangers, then the Rangers... They couldn't handle the Sharks very well, and that's on the second half of a back-to-back. Then you get the Kings again, Dallas, Nashville. So these next couple games in the in two weeks here are going to be tough, but I really think now that they've gotten some results after some good, good process games, this should be a massive boost. And other than Norris as the key injury here, and then Forsberg is day-to-day, he's going to be back soon, I anticipate. This team's healthy again. The back end is looking great. Thomas Shabbat had an incredible game. I thought um, Artem Zub played really well, too. Jake Sanderson was uh, doing what he does night in, night out at the NHL level. So it just seems like this team's clicking a little bit more. Alex DeBrinket gets a goal on the power play. So things are starting to come around here. And I think that now that you've got some positive energy coming home, we're going to see a difference. I hope so, because it was about to be a pretty tough crowd uh, for that game Wednesday. But after a couple wins, everyone starts feeling a little better. And we are at the conclusion of that 10-game stretch that was pivotal for Pierre Dorian. They finish it at 4, 5, and 1. Obviously not ideal, but still better than their previous 10 games. It's improvement. That's that's the thing. Like That's why I mentioned they've... In a hole, but they've stopped digging downwards at least. And maybe they can start climbing their way back up because, Ross, they're going to have to scratch and claw to get anywhere close to meaningful games here. So nice little boost, but I'm not going to allow myself to to get ahead of things here because it's a long way to go. Especially when the most dominant they looked was against the Anaheim Ducks, who are a brutal hockey team. Not good. Not good for the Ducks. Yeah, it's... Very, very bad for the Ducks. And you love to see wins in any fashion, but when you get wins up against Western Conference teams, it doesn't always help you out in the standings that much. So the key games are the Eastern teams here. So New York at home, massive, massive game to keep the momentum going. It's going to be great to see. And we mentioned revenge games. I know we touched on it to lead the postcast, but you went and had some creative liberties this morning on that overtime winner. Tim Stutzla to Claude Giroux. That might be the best play of the Sens have had all season. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. Like, that was an incredible play. And I love watching the replay because Giroux actually starts this play in his own end. And then he... Whoa, whoa. whoa. How are you, Mr. Faceoffs himself, <laughs> not going to say he started at center ice? What a win to yeah. start over. 
No, that is true. And that's something we talked about is get Claude Giroux out there for the overtime uh, starting lineup because you got to win that face-off. Winning that face-off is so crucial because then you're in control of how this whole scenario starts. It's either him or Casty, eh? Casty's back on his bullshit winning face-offs at a 90% clip. Yep, exactly. So the face-offs have been a little bit better for the Sens here. And Drew starts his play in his own end. And what he does is he does like a big loop to throw off the LA defenders. Like, where is he going to end up? And then they all just start puck watching. And they're puck watching. And they still give Timmy enough time and space to backhand sauce over two lines. And he hits uh, Claude Giroux in stride right at the blue line is where Claude Giroux picks that puck up. And then... I, I mentioned it. I didn't know uh, Giroux had that in his bag of tricks, but I've been reminded that he's able to pull that off multiple times, and he's done that exact move even a couple times. So my apologies for not uh, for not doing my research on that one because that was an absolute beautiful play. Even though he didn't quite get the finish that Deke wanted, still ends up in the back of the net, and uh, our hearts will go on after that one. Go check out on Twitter at Brandon Pillar One. We retweeted it at Send Central. We would also really appreciate if you take the two minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way for us. Five star review. Just say anything. You can even put sends. Go sends go. But the five Zoom. star it, it really does matter. Uh, it goes a long way for the algorithm. And maybe we'll even put in a good word for you with at Aleem's Martian giving away a jersey. And there is a ton of action on that tweet. Go check him out at Laleem's Martian, a best friend of the show, postcast legend. But he did say that we could sway the vote potentially. So go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I want to talk about Brady Kachuk after the break. And then we're going to get to our prospect talk where Jorian Donovan, he might be on a bigger heater than his father, a forward, ever was at the OHL level. As Jory and Donovan had a hat trick from the blue line, that headlines this week in Sens Prospects. But Pilsy, you've got a word from one of our favorite sponsors. Yes, it's the presenting sponsor, Ross. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Farm to Fork. We got to tell you all about them, guys. It's a premium meat and seafood delivery service. There's so many positives here. First, it's delicious. Don't take my word for it. Check out all the five-star reviews on Google if you don't believe me. Then, it's all natural, antibiotic and hormone-free, and ethically raised. So you're getting your meat from the right spots. It's flash-frozen right after the butcher's table, so it stays fresh. Much better than meat at the grocery store. Who knows how long that's been sitting there. Not with farm-to-fork delivery. And everything is individually vacuum-packed, so you only take out what you need. That's nice and convenient. Speaking of convenience, how about just a few clicks on their website and you can have their meat delivered right to your door. If you're watching on YouTube, Ross has pulled it up. Man, look at those ribeye steaks, Ross. So you see the prices immediately and you're like, oh, wow, like it's going to be a little bit. You're getting 10 steaks for that price and you can just pull it out whenever you want. Throw it on the grill. Premium quality meat within arm's reach. It, it doesn't get any better than that. And Ross... We're going to help out the good listeners of the Locked On Senators podcast with that price because we're going to hit you with the promo code. Go to the website today. That's 
farm2forkdelivery.ca as you're seeing on YouTube and use our promo code ZUB15, that's Z-U-B-1-5 for 15% off your next order. Look at all this stuff that they have. They got fully sampler variety packs. They have so much to choose from. Beef, chicken, pork, seafood, they got it all. We love Farm to Fork Delivery. So go to farmtoforkdelivery.ca and use the promo code ZOOP15. Taste the farm to fork difference. You will never go back to grocery store meats. Look at that Wagyu filet mignon. Marbled. That thing. Yum. Are you kidding me? Head over to Farm to Fork, the number two. That's why we use Zoob in the promo code. So think Zoob, think Farm to Fork. It's Farm to Fork Delivery. .ca. We've also got a quick word to tell you about one of our other favorite sponsors. And I said this before, I'll say it again. When you have farm to fork delivery in your freezer, you want to protect your house. And how do you do that? It's Simply Safe America's number one protection. It's Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, you'll want to listen up right now. You can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. And did you know the holidays have property crime spikes? That's when we see more burglaries and package thefts nationally. And that's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off. They want you to be protected. So order Simply Safe for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season it's 24 7 professional monitoring service and it costs less than one dollar per day don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that i will ever recommend get 50 percent off any new home security system at simplysafe.com slash locked on nhl it's their biggest discount of the year don't wait get there now simplysafe.com slash locked on nhl there's no safe like simply safe. You are listening to Locked On Senators. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller. Pilsy, how are you feeling after a West Coast road trip? That was a that was a grind of start times. It was a grind. I'm a little tired. Like the, it may be tough on the players, but don't forget how tough it is on the fans too. We're we're rallying. We're staying up. Uh, I'm I'm a tad bit hungover after that postcast. If you guys were not live with us for the postcast and postcast after dark, you missed a exuberant. Pillsy. Word of the day. Exuberant. Did I hit that one right or no? Yeah, you nailed it. Um, you said something in the ad that made me that made me chuckle. It was awesome. I'll pull it up later. Or let us know in the comments if you heard something. It was great. What's today's word of the day? Exuberant. Do we have a uh, I'm, I'm on the edge if that's if that's right or not. I I'm so nervous about my word of the days, Ross. Exuberant. Filled with or characterized by a lively energy and excitement. I think I nailed it once again. Like that is exactly, if, if you are doubting that that's how I was feeling on the postcast, go check it out on YouTube. It was an absolute vibe. It was an absolute blast. We had about 200 people at 
2.30, even 3 a.m. It was wild. But we can't say that it was 2.30 a.m. because we had so many people mentioning in the postcast. It was worldwide. Yes. New Zealand, <laughs> yeah. New Zealand Australia, Halifax, St. John's, everywhere. Switzerland, I think, even. Like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Awesome. You know who was exuberant on the flight home? Must have been Brady Kachuk. He scored yes. a goal against L.A. for the first time, and now he's got a goal against every team except the Chicago Blackhawks and Ottawa Senators. And, Unbelievable. And Ross, uh, Tim Stutzla finally gets some points up against L.A., the team that uh, decided Quentin Byfield was the preferred pick over Tim Stutzla. I looked it up, and it was pretty close, but not enough to tweet out. I already got my, my shot out at, at the 2018 draft saying that Brady Kachuk has seven multi-point games yeah. this year. The player who's drafted one spot ahead of him has five total points. So in those seven multi-point games, Brady even has two three-point games this year. So he's looking at about 17 points in those seven games. Wow. Not a math guy, but around there. Yeah, because it has to be at least two per game. Seven has to be 14. A couple three-point games. Sounds good to me. All right. Sounds great. Yeah, he's scared. Barry Kotkaniemi has five total points this season. So I couldn't go so far with Tim Stutzla and, and Quinton Byfield. And I don't want to take shots at Byfield. I, I think that he's going to be a, a good player. It's more a shot at the LA Kings organization. Quinton Byfield has three points this season. Tim Stutzla had two points last night. Yep. So Tim Stutzla has more points in Los Angeles this year than Quinton Byfield who has one assist in only three home games, but in one. And and that's crazy. Like, obviously, hindsight's 20-20. We were both Quinton Byfield uh, guys. I was a Quinton Byfield guy, but Timmy was the right choice. And he could have been the right choice at number one. We'll talk to John Chick for an update there. As the first overall pick, Alexi Lafreniere, comes to Ottawa this weekend. Timmy's got 22 points in 21 games. What is more surprising to you, if either, that Brady Kachuk is well over a point per game or that Tim Stutzla has already reached point per game level? I'll go with Brady just because I had Tim Stutzla leading this team in points. I After he signed that big ticket and he, he gets some new line mates, uh, Claude Giroux has been looking really good with him. Brady Kachuk is a new line mate for him too. He's really bounced uh, back. Not that... Bounce back isn't the right word. He's really elevated his game here. But for Brady to be putting up points like this, I was not ready for that. Like, I thought Brady would be right around point per game, but not at it or exceeding it. Who said that Brady Kachuk was going to lead the team in scoring? That was, that was you, Ross was Levitan, me. at Ross yep. Levitan on Twitter. I got the uh, I got the crystal ball for points this year, hey? Because we got the Claude yeah. Giroux well on his way. Needs 77. For the thousand point milestone. And Pilsy, while we're talking milestones, Brady Kachuk's next goal will be the 100th of his NHL career. Yep, absolutely. So you love to see that. He's climbing up there quickly. The premier power forward of the NHL. 99 goals, 399 penalty minutes right now for the Cavs. <laughs> love it. What a beauty. And 298 games. So two games away. He'll in all likelihood, play that game on Friday at Madison Square Garden, where I remember watching him during his rookie season. I was down visiting my friend Wes in Manhattan, and uh, guess who he got into it with that game? 
Who? I don't remember. Brendan Lemieux. Oh, yeah. Should have known. New York Rangers. Yeah. And he was doing the woo, woo. I think it was after a, a Sens win. That was the night I got to meet uh, Nicole Anderson. By yeah, the way, awesome. must watch Craig Anderson's interview with 32 Thoughts. Did you get around to that yet? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, I just listened. I didn't watch. But you can, uh, you can really tell that Anderson's really comfortable in his own shoes you know like he there's no bones about what he says he's in his 40s playing in the nhl he doesn't kind of shelter anything and he really gives an honest candid interview so definitely check that out sense fans he has a lot of kind words for ottawa yeah he certainly does i love how he's like yeah it's a great place to play nobody bothers you i like that's his first comment such a goalie like loner type type way to look at it but hey that's there's a lot to be said there like these guys believe it or not, have lives outside of the rink. And when when you're getting bothered all the time, you got kids, you got a family, people are heckling you at pumpkin patches. At pumpkin patch, I was just going to say that. You're not exactly thrilled to be working there. So that's a good thing. Stay stay humble, Ottawa. Stay humble. Meanwhile, Ottawa, the, the more interactions they get is at karaoke when Brady Kachuk's buying an old school pa- Patriots uh a starter jacket off somebody at the bar just being yeah like, i need that bro he's like hey i got you i got you <laughs> yeah that's all awesome. so funny yeah i think it's it's good and, and definitely worth the the watch or the listen uh 32 thoughts with craig anderson uh just an absolute beauty and um they teased him saying you're gonna get your number retired i hope not i, I hope a ring of honor spot for craig anderson seems perfect i feel like if you're attendee like yeah. give me a clock Bring a couple. Yeah, and it really seems like the uh, the retirement kind of stage here is is for lifers uh, for the Ottawa Senators, and we don't talk about that one accidental season that Daniel Alfredson has. So that's no. fine. No, no, no. Exactly. Wait, did Frank Finnegan only play for the Ottawa Senators? No, I think he played for the Leafs. Oh, but wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'll look up his elite prospects page. <laughs> How are those photos? Uh, no photo turn yeah he he actually moved what he went and played for the Leafs and then came back to Ottawa and then he actually closed up shop with Ottawa and moved with them to St. Louis in 34 and then went and played three more years with the Leafs came back to Ottawa and retired playing for the Ottawa Depot number 17s in 1944 45 the Depot number 17s yes the Shawville Express two-time Stanley Cup champion Frank Finnegan to you Put some respect on the name. All right, Pilsy, let's hit one more break because we got a lot of prospect talk to get to from Jory and Donovan, Tyler Clevin, and everyone in between. But first, Pilsy, you got a word from one more of our favorite sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports gambling needs. We mentioned it on the postcast. Hopefully, you guys rode along. There was a lot of good bets to take here. The under was a very positive one because that ice was garbage. Thomas Shabbat even mentioned it. They had an eight-minute delay fixing the boards. It's those things you got to watch out for when you're making your picks, and you can find the best odds updated at betonline.net. They got over-unders, like I mentioned, player props, Brady Kachuk over three and a half shots. Thank you. And you can bet money line just like I did on the Ottawa Senators. So you can check it out at betonline.net, and it's not just hockey. They got football, basketball, soccer, Ask Boxing. me about soccer. Yeah, Ross is killing it with his soccer tie bets. Who who knew ties were so exciting? 
yes, ties are exciting. And thanks to my friends at Bet Online, I actually went through and checked every single game here. I've bet a tie on 24 games, every, almost every single one, unless it's more than plus 800, because that's just throwing out my money. But um, right now, I'm 8 and 16. So I've only won 8 out of 24, but because the odds are so great at betonline.net, I'm up $24.40 on $2 bets on every single tie in the World Cup. Something to keep an eye on here as we move forward without Canada eliminated. Although they will still play one more game, eliminated as well. But go to betonline.net. It's where the game starts. You are locked on Senators. Thank you for making us your first listen on this Monday, November 28th. I hope all of our American listeners had a feast of a Thanksgiving weekend. Hope you enjoyed your family, stayed safe. Sens are back. At least they stopped digging, as Phil <laughs> said. Now, a situation that we've, we've dug all we can. There's nothing new. But we talked about it in the postcast after dark last night, Pilsy. So let's get your take on it here because the deadline for Alex Formanton to sign is sneaking up in a hurry. Thursday, 5 p.m., he either has to accept his qualifying offer, which is a two-way contract at $787,000 for one year. He has to negotiate a new deal or he cannot play in the NHL for the rest of the season. I'm going to go ahead and say a new deal is not coming, right? Like, why would a new deal be coming here unless the Sens really get pressured and they end up doing it? But if I'm Ottawa, I, I would just continue, or I shouldn't say that's what I would do, but I anticipate they will just continue to let this go. And Formanton and his team are probably going to leave it right up till 4 p.m. and try to wait and push for a deal. And if they don't get it, I'd be shocked if they don't just quick sign that qualifying offer and get him playing. Because at the age, like, what is Formington, 23 years old? Yeah, 23 turning 24. I think he's a September birthday, actually. So At, at that age, you cannot afford to miss a year playing hockey. And I don't think that Formington and his camp would would lean towards playing in Europe because you got to find a deal first. You got to move. You're with new teammates. It's I, I just don't think that's the ideal scenario. I think you take the hit dollar wise to get the development and keep going. And I, I'm saying I'm speaking from their point of view, of course, I think that's how it's going to go, but we can't gloss over the fact that the hockey Canada story is obviously a big part of this. And, the thing is, there's no new news, unfortunately. If there's new news, we could go off that. We could have a different conversation. But there's nothing has changed in that front, unfortunately. So we're stuck here at this stalemate. And the only thing that's going to change anything from where I'm looking at it is that time deadline of Thursday, 5 p.m. Yes, Alex Formanton had 18 goals, 32 points last year, and 79 games as a 22-year-old. He just turned 23 this September. From a pure hockey standpoint, he would help this team there's no question about that. We know yep. there's potentially larger things at play. And again, nothing's been accused of him. And he's the only guy who was on that team who didn't have a contract. Everyone who had contracts is playing. And that's beyond just Drake Batherson. You look around the league, like Mike McLeod was on the team, Carter Hart. The list goes on and on. Actually, a guy who has a, a link here 
trade-wise who might be available. Dante Fabro, maybe we'll touch on that later this week uh, in Nashville. Seems like he's not getting a whole lot of ice time, and a trade could be coming uh, for a guy who I used to be super high on as a, as a prospect. So we'll see if that ever develops. However, development's the name of the game. Our third segment every Monday, oh, yeah. look around the world of sense prospects. Pretty easy headliner this weekend, hey? I mean, Jory and Donovan have a, like, week. He is on an absolute heater, Ross. He gets a hat trick in a huge game. What what ended up being the final of that game? It was like 10-8 or something like that. Hamilton versus uh, the Sault Ste. Marie uh, Greyhounds. And, yeah, Sense Prospect says it best. Donovan is playing at another level, eight-game point streak with 13 points in that stretch. And keep in mind, he's a defenseman. Sheesh. Super impressive. Do you think that that little chirp from the 67s woke him up? It might have lit a fire up under his ass because, yeah, he has really turned things up here. It's super, super impressive. I hope he can keep going. That You mentioned how long the point streak is right now? Eight, eight games, 13 points. Yep. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And on like a, a decent team, like they've even lost a few of those games. They've lost three out of those eight games. But man, that's that's awesome to see for a fifth round pick who some haters were probably like, oh, his dad works for the team. That's boring. No, this kid's got talent and he's starting to put it all together at the OHL level. How about a Gordie Howe hat trick for Tyler Boucher? Yeah, that sounds about right for Tyler Boucher. And uh, I believe Lalim's Martian tweeted it out, but he has now already passed his total goals of last season. Last year in 24 games, he had seven goals, seven assists. And now in 15 games, he has eight goals, six assists. So he's now passed his goal total and matched his point total in nine less games. He also, that was a highlight reel goal. Like we're often seeing him just pulling the trigger on the power play getting a shot off that was a first round pick type goal. And that's the thing. Like he's showing that he's able to pull those things off. Now that he's comfortable, he knows he's in Ottawa. He's got his feet firmly there. There's no up and down. There's no kind of anticipating where he's going to be. Look out. Tyler Boucher season is upon us. And I only expect that he's going to keep this heater going. Absolutely. We're uh, not even too far away from finding out the world junior rosters. That'll probably be in the next couple of weeks. We're going to keep a keen eye yep. on that from a man who's looking to play at the world juniors for the first time to a man who's aged out, but not before earning a gold medal at the world juniors. That's Tyler Clevin from yep. the university of North Dakota. Big weekend for him. Plus three, three points had his first multi-point game of his college career. Pilsy. And remember, we were worried about him. He, he wasn't yeah. producing offensively. He went the first eight games without a point and also was dash eight over that span. Well, in the last six games, he's got a goal and four assists. Good for five points in his last six games. And he's got he's still taking a few too many penalties, but he's right back in the mix here. A lot of a lot of plus games for him. And he's he's carrying the load there on the top pair. For UND, hopefully their season continues to turn around after a few losses. But like what I'm seeing recently out of Tyler Clevin, the little spin move in the ozone, he was doing his best Jake Sanderson impression on one of those assists. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Clevin's the top guy there now. So as Tyler Clevin goes, 
the Nodak Sens will probably go along with him, right? Like they they need him to play well, and he's really turned it up here with a little bit more time and uh, getting a little bit more used to playing at that elevated role. Now sticking in the NCAA, how about Stephen Halliday? Pair of points this weekend. He's got his fourth goal, and he has 13 points in 16 games as a freshman. Sent Central bump a little bit here. Let's go. Uh-huh. 10 shots on goal this weekend for him as well. And Ohio State was... Uh, Not a disher. That's what I've been saying. Well, Ohio State need, needed a gut check time because they had a, a completely unacceptable situation. And uh, I, I don't remember the player's name right now, but they sent one of their players home. Racist comments on, on the ice. Just no room for, for that in hockey or society. So get that guy out of there. But hopefully this can bring the team closer as like, okay, we've gone through some some awful awful um things let's let's figure it out here and let's be better and uh Stephen Halliday leading the charge as a freshman there for Ohio State all right uh one more update before we get to Belleville we'll wrap up the show talking about the Belleville Sens who goodness gracious that injury list just pull it up while I tell you about Oscar Pedersen who has now played three straight games in the SHL Philzy, perfect timing for him to really start establishing himself at the top level before the world junior team gets picked. Yeah, definitely. He is heating up, and uh, I feel pretty good about his world junior chances, Ross. Let's just say that. Yeah, still hasn't had a point playing in the top level in Sweden, but his ice time is is trending in the right direction with Rogla. He was a part of their 3-1 win in their last outing. And funny enough, small world situation. He had one shot on goal in their game against Linkoping the hmm. other day. That shot on goal was on Marcus Hogberg. My so, guy. Small world there um, as Oscar Pedersen. He's already updated his profile pic on Instagram. Get that handsome face out there because in the J20, they have to wear the cage. And now, right. he's got, now he's got the visor picture already up there. So we love it. Absolute beauty. Go check out our interview with Oscar from last week. All right. The Belleville Sens. They almost came back on Friday. They get the win Saturday. That's a gutsy weekend. And shout out Antoine Bebo, Bebo. for a great performance um, this weekend for Belleville as well. Yeah, Bebo was absolutely incredible. And with Mando called up and the injuries that are just through the roof here, he's had to be. And that's another good savvy signing in the offseason. Sure, it's your fifth string goalie, but... It's going to happen. You're going to need goalies to come in and step up, and that's what Bebo's done. It's like an insurance policy. Hey, Pilsy, you don't you don't notice it except coming out of your bank account until you need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. Antoine, the insurance policy, Bebo. Um, yes. The injuries here are just sit back and listen to this. Yarventi, week to week. Howerluck, week to week. Betts, I'm not even sure who that is, but he's week to week as injured, well. Uh, the injured replacements are getting injured. Yeah, yeah, honestly, this is how crazy this is. Uh, really, Greg, day-to-day. Sogard, day-to-day. So at least Sogi is getting closer and closer. Corey Conacher, indefinite. Rubens, week to week. Aspro, week to week. Philippe Daou, season oh. ending. That is so, so disheartening to see as he was getting going. Zaitsev has an illness. Lodine has oh. an illness. Like... And this we didn't is crazy. Even Jacob Bernard Docker. Yeah, JBD out a month as well. Like, oh. This team is on its last legs. They have to be like, the Allen Americans are like, what do we sign up for here? Uh, yeah, for real. You guys have taken all our players here. But 
How about Crooker stepping up in times of need? Two goals, absolute beauties too. We told you in the offseason, look out for Crooker. He spent a lot of time rehabbing, missed an entire season. He was hungry to come back for the playoffs. The doctors said it wasn't quite worth it yet. So he spends more time waiting and waiting, loading up, and he's come out the gates flying here. Absolute great performance by our guy, Angus Crookshank. And from two weeks this Saturday, I will be on the call for the Belleville Senators at Manitoba Moose. Saturday, Sunday. Both 1 p.m. games. You know what really frustrates me about this, though? How often do the Ottawa Senators have back-to-back afternoon games on a weekend? Both games that I'm calling, the Sens play at the exact same time. Come on. I know. I know. Brutal. It's That's it's too bad. Brutal. But everyone, if you get a chance, you got to check out uh, Ross on the broadcast. He killed it last time, so I'm oh, stoked for you, man. Fun. We had some fun for sure. I'll, I'll see. Maybe I'll jump on the postcast from the uh, from the gondola at the Canada Life Center, where I will be in three weeks tomorrow as well when the Ottawa Senators come to Winnipeg. So nice. fired up for all that. Hey, coming up next week, we've got a new sponsor alert for the postcast as well. So we we've had people mention like, hey, you guys do this even when it's late. We are now contractually obliged to do the postcast. <laughs> after each and every game and we can't do it without the great help from everybody who watches who listens who engages on twitter at send central who follows the show whether it's on instagram locked on dot senators everywhere you get your locked on podcasts as well the merch store has been astoundingly exceeding my expectations but pilsy let's get back and finish off with a couple more prospects because i think that Maybe the most underrated, just kind of organizational guy who I do think will be an NHLer. How about Cole Reinhardt getting back on the board here? Goal and an assist for him this weekend. A shorthanded goal, the one against Laval. And I, I just love the way he plays the game. Hard, physical, maybe not the highest ceiling in the organization to say the least, but a guy who is just, he gives you that organizational depth. You know what you're going to get out of him, game in and game out. So like his game, like what Igor's doing, a disher again. Had his shots on goal, six shots this weekend, two assists for him against Laval. And Belleville as a whole, like, are you happy where they're at considering all the injuries right now? They're, they're staying afloat in the division. Oh, big time. Yeah, I mean, they're right around 500. They're fifth in the division. Um, I think just one point behind Syracuse. I'm pulling up the standings right now. Thank, thank God we're going back to points, Hey, eh? That points percentage thing was throwing me for a loop last year when people didn't play the same amount of games. Yeah, that was stressful. And then the play-in, we won't get into that. But yes, the Belleville Senators are 8-9-1, and one, one point behind Syracuse for fourth place. So if you guys are unfamiliar in the AHL, the top four teams from each division move on. So that's where Belleville's got to get. And to be afloat and be hanging out right there is exactly where I want this team to be. Once they start getting key guys, like... Once they get Sogard, Yarventi, Howerluck, uh, Ridley Gregg back, once they get fully healthy, this team's going to dominate. Look out. Yes, let's see it happen sooner rather than later. What is next for the Belleville Senators as we take a look at their 8-9-1 and one record? The Belleville Sens. What I can tell you already as it loads is it's going to be a divisional game. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, they are home to the Syracuse Crunch. Huge. And then Saturday, there's just no logo against the team they're playing, Utica. Okay, so (laughs) our home to Syracuse, home to Utica. Get out to CAA Arena and watch the future of the Ottawa Senators. D 
dare I ask footy for Zaitsev? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> no, no, we should get a, a B sense player. I, I always we like should. getting. Yeah. We're, we're fair weather when it comes to getting guys on the show. We want to get them on right after they're playing well. I'm not trying to Howard Stern. So what is what is in your psyche? Why are things not going your way right now? No, we, we just want tire pumps. So um, hopefully we can, we can line that up in the next week or so. Uh, we'll get Meth back on as well. And uh, I think John Abbott's next on my, my yeah, to-do list. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I'd love that. I really – I've been enjoying him calling games – on TSN. So I'll, uh, I'll work on that. And in the meantime, any final thoughts, Pilsy? It feels good to be a Sens fan again. I know, look at the standings. They're still down there, but that's, that's what I want. Like I mentioned at the start, team tank garbage, get out of here, drive your tanks away from my vision. Cause I don't want to see that. I want to see this team winning games. I want to see Tim Stutzla sauce passes to Giroux for breakaway game winners in overtime. That's what I'm here for. So sad sad boy Pilsy is in the past. Positive Pilsy is here. Let's go. But you can always go see Sad Pilsy because YouTube <laughs> yeah, lives If you forever. want. <laughs> YouTube lives forever. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with John Chick. Then Wednesday, Ascend Central Citizen. We appreciate each and every one of you that make us your first listen. And thank you to our sponsors as well. Farm to Fork Delivery. Go check out the website today, Farm 2 Fork, number two, our presenting sponsor. Also, thank you to Bet Online and Simply Safe. For today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitan. We'll talk tomorrow. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.